Welcome to NinjaCast, a photography podcast powered by Studio Ninja, the world's highest rated business management app built specifically for photographers. Listen and learn as the most successful photographers on the planet share their knowledge to help you transform every element of your photography business. Here's your host, Sally Shaw. Hi guys, welcome to NinjaCast. Today I'm joined by the incredible Scott Johnson. Now Scott and I are gonna have a bit of a catch up today about how things are going post-COVID, how to manage your business post-COVID, and if you're a brand new photographer looking to enter the industry, how to make sure your business is successful after the aftermath of COVID. Not only this, but how to keep your passion and your drive for your business while still enjoying what you do. Let's get started. doing i'm really well thank you i shot my first wedding of 2022 yesterday so um i'm a little bit sore it's been eight weeks since my last one but uh, yeah i'm really well thank you how are you oh yeah i'm mega thank you isn't it so nice to be back to it again for the year yeah, it is. And I had a lovely same-sex wedding yesterday and both girls were just brilliant, gave me all the time in the world to create. So uh, it was great. But uh, the time off has been lovely, don't get me wrong, because the back end of last year was just crazy. But uh, okay. yeah, it's good to be back. I mean, obviously for us guys over here in the UK, um, we it seemed like we shot a year's worth of weddings in two, three months, didn't it? It was just ridiculous. It- it was exactly that. I totted up um, in the downtime and in the busiest bulk when uh, when once we could do it, I shot 48 weddings in 10 weeks. Oh, Scott. Oh. <laughs> I know. A lot of these lines are because of that, I think. <laughs> that makes me feel a bit sick. That's a huge amount. And was that all postponements and things, meeting dates from COVID? Yeah, well, 20, 2021 was booking quite nicely before the pandemic hit anyway. So um, it was about 50-50 of, of weddings that had uh, already booked for 21 plus the backlog for 22, uh, for, sorry, for 20. So it was, and because couples were panicking, they had to get married on a Tuesday or a Monday or dates they didn't really want, otherwise they'd lose the money. So we'd have to shoot it or we'd have to give the money back. So it was, it was yeah, but we'd done it. We did it. <laughs> yeah, you smashed it. I love it. <laughs> so, Scott, for our listeners that might not have heard of you or want to know a little bit more about your background, run us through your journey, your career so far. Well, it's been nearly 20 years now, which, um, again, probably counts for the other half of the lines <laughs> on my face. Um, it's been nearly 20 years. Uh, started working on cruise ships back in 2003. Um, and then it was really there that I thought, you know what, this is a really cool profession to get into. Came back to the UK, started uh, shadowing um, photographers here, doing weddings and second shooting, assisting, doing a bit of video. Um, and then just started the company off. And it's been, that was in 2006. Wow. Um, and, and we're still going strong, even through a global pandemic and a financial crisis. But, you know, we, you know, they always say the best year, the, the best time to grab business is during a crisis. And uh, we've had two of them. So uh, we should be booming soon. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Eh? Absolutely. <laughs> so I know that kind of, well, driver motivation must be massive for you, Scott, not only to have established and been in business and been in this journey for 20 years, but to still be in business after the last few years that especially we've had in the UK, but all over the world has just been in turmoil, hasn't it? So, I mean, what what motivates you both kind of, I don't know, in general in your business, but daily? Because, you know, it can be a struggle, can't it? You know, you're self-employed, you're at home on your own all the time. And sometimes just the daily stuff that you need to get done for your business, you can just think, oh, God, do I have to? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be, I'm too stubborn to quit. So um, that's what's kind of seen me through um, the last sort of almost two years now as we're, as we're recording. Um, so yeah, I'm just too stubborn. But I think what motivates me is just uh, there was a thread on, on a different page I'm on this morning, and and the people were were commenting about you know, what motivates them and drives them. It's like yesterday. It's seeing people at the happiest time um, and being able to create and deliver some images that they're going to go on their walls forever. They're going to go on the albums you see behind me, and that's that lasts forever. We've had you know people that we've lost. And a good friend of mine was, was you know, died through COVID, um, and the first thing his family wanted was, "Has anyone got any pictures that we haven't seen yet?" Um, and I think photography now is more important than ever, and that's what's driving me forward is to help create these memories that are going to last long after we've all gone. Absolutely. Do you know, it's funny that you say that, actually. So I got married in the December of 2019, in between Christmas and New Year. So it was little did we know, really, at the time, just a couple of months before we would have Mm. gone into lockdown in the March and all that happened. But literally about a week before we went into lockdown, um, my husband's uncle died. And at the time, they didn't recognise it as COVID. But looking back with his symptoms and things and how he was in hospital and he was okay one minute and the next he was gone, it was... I mean, I'd I'd put money on it. It was COVID. Um, But literally that day that we found out that, you know, his time was up, he was going to be gone in a few hours. All we were doing was looking through the wedding photos of our wedding three months prior. And he was the life and soul of the party. And there's so many, like there's photos of him with like two drinks in his hand, walking to the dance floor thinking, you know. Absolute legend. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's things like that, isn't it? That you think, you know, I especially after that I've, I approached weddings so much differently subconsciously I think last year that I thought you know any one of these people in front of me might not be here in a year it's terrifying isn't it it's my job to make sure that this couple and their family have got things to remember them by yeah it's, it's terrifying um and like you I think we all had a bit of a reality check last year um and we're all taking business differently I'm uh, you know we survived I mean you know, those that aren't in the UK, I'm I'm one. Of the, I run the way I run the business means I got very little financial help from the government, mm-hmm. um, which meant that we had to kind of roll the punches a little bit and take part payments up front. But I very soon realised that I could. We were surviving off those part payments, so straight away I thought, well, actually, I can do fewer weddings every year now because I know I can survive on this. So we're going to re re-eval- We've totally reevaluated everything now to have a much much better work life balance. So there's a, there are positives that came out of the pandemic as well, not just negative. That's interesting, actually, that you say that, because I, you know, I think it's very, um, it's very quick for us to go, oh, COVID, you know, what a nightmare, what a, you know, what a, a killer it was for business. I've not heard anybody say that they've taken good things away from it. So talk to me about the impact it's had on your business in a positive way moving forward. Well, obviously, you know, we're here on the Ninja cast and without Studio Ninja, I think we'd all have been stuffed without, <laughs> without this a good CRM. Um, can you imagine? Sure. <laughs> Can you imagine like getting the old booking forms and keep crossing out dates and putting new dates on? It was just absolutely, you know, insane. But without Ninja, I'd, I think I'd have been, I'd have been struggling. Um, but no, just going back, I mean, I, I really, as much as it was stressful, the summer we had off in 2020 was amazing. Yeah. Um, and my little girl, she's no, she'll be nine this summer. Um, and I really enjoyed that time off with her. And I think I've, it's bought, together um the, the family bond that we've got here and it means that i'm going to be shooting fewer weddings um obviously to, to, we have to charge more money to, to fill the gaps and kind of things to kind of do that but it's yeah i've you know it really i was sucked into this work 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 um and a lot of 
friends of mine have left the industry and gone to other things. But I love this industry so much. I'm going nowhere, but I, I have rejigged the business to kind of make it work for me now. And I can work on the business rather than in it. If that makes any sense. It does. No, it does perfectly. Because I think we, we're we all guilty of feeling like we're trapped by business sometimes, aren't we? And there's this big long, long list of to-dos that you're only ever adding to and not taking away from. And yeah. it's important, isn't it, to work you know, on your business and not in it, not let it control yeah. your life. It's there to facilitate your life and give you a better life. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess for a lot of us, that's why we got into photography, right? You know, we wanted that work-life balance. We wanted to be the boss of our own time of when we could take the kids to school, go to, you know, a random cinema trip or something like that. Yeah. Um, but then when you're in it, you kind of forget that that was the reason you got here in the first place. Yeah, I think we're, we're very keen. And a, a good friend of mine, Jerry Gionis, um, he he said that, you know, we spend a lifetime immortalising other people's families. We often forget about our own. And that that's what the pandemic had uh, really kind of reassessed for me. And um, yeah, family is much more important than photography at the minute. Obviously, photography pays the bills, but, you know, we have to find that balance and get that, you know, learn to get that balance back. Definitely. I think COVID definitely brought that for a lot of people, didn't it? I know me, myself, I mean, I was still, you know, doing as much as I could through COVID to keep busy. And I'm, I'm definitely one of those people that I sit down and I'm like, what could I be doing? <laughs> what yeah. could I do now instead of sitting watching the telly? Um, but we had we had my husband's um, daughter with us all throughout COVID because her mom is a social worker. And um, so she was still frontline out doing what she does. And um, so she lived with us for three, four months. And it was just so lovely just to be able to just, you know, go out in the garden. And we had incredible weather in the UK, right? Like everything yeah. stopped. The weather was glorious. And um, which is, you know, we don't get that very often here. No, no I, I must confess that we, we did, um, as, as lockdown continued and the weather was amazing, we, we found ourselves starting to drink that little bit earlier every day. It was, it was just... We, we went to a new extreme and we built a garden bar. Good for you. <laughs> Living the dream. So, I mean, for photographers out there, Scott, that, you know, they're listening to all this and they're thinking... Jesus, you know, they had it hard during COVID, these photographers. And, you know, they're looking at it now and thinking, I want to come into this industry now post-COVID. I've seen everything everyone's been through. What are your tips for creating a sustainable, effective business now post-COVID? I think it's, it's, no, I've said it for years, roll with the punches. I think, you know, no one knows what's what's in front of us. You know, as long as you base yourself and you're true to yourself and you run a good business and you take good work and you're getting good feedback that's all you need to do it's being adaptable to to the change you know change is a good thing um you often see it flying around the internet about someone said that we've always done it this way is the is the most dangerous thing anyone can say so it's okay to it's okay to have a bad day it's okay to wake up and go oh i can't be bothered today that's fine. Just don't have too many of those because you know you can. It's easy, very easy to become overwhelmed in this industry. Yeah. But if you allow yourself to grow within the industry, honestly, it is the best thing you'd ever do. I mean, as you said, I do the score run most days. Um, we go to clubs and stuff. I'm a bit more picky about what I do at weekends now, um, and that's because I've got ten years of, you know, the first. Let's be honest. When we all start a business, we play at it for the first couple of years because you're never really sure you're still finding your feet. And for me, this is a hobby that got out of hand, um, <laughs> and, I, and I'm still here. But I would say the last the last ten years, certainly the last five, I've really done you know my best to make sure that we're you know that the balance sheet is where it needs to be and, and everything, and, and we've got enough money to have choices. And I think that's what we go into business for is to give ourselves more choice. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, is there anything that you do, any strategies you put in place, anything that you think 
as a business owner that is really important for people that are new to this just starting out any kind of um I don't know must do's or must don'ts if you like I think it's uh, I think the, the the age of saying anyone is just don't be a dick it's just you know be be nice you know if you're trying to get in at weddings don't don't go into venues being all demanding don't go in and say I want my dinner and I want this and I want that be the guy that the staff say you know what he was he or she was really really good fun um we, we'd like to have him back it's just be nice be approachable you know you, you have to give a lot at the start of business but you, trust me that does come back uh later on I mean I'm, I'm recommended at venues here now where I did a wedding show the family was was struck with covid i couldn't attend i didn't want to attend because i hadn't had it yet i didn't want to take it to a wedding show i wasn't there and i booked three weddings because the venue pushed me because they like me being there so it's it you know just just give a you have to give a lot more but it will come back love that fantastic so alongside your photography being a photographer you're also involved in the awards side of things aren't you so tell us yeah yeah hopefully i don't blind you behind me <laughs> so i start position scott <laughs> well yeah i mean sarah edmonds she uh, did a, a zoom for graphic studio and she put all her awards in the background and then rocco did one and i thought i've got to change my zoom backdrop now and uh, no but seriously it was i'm a very competitive um bloke i've competed in sports since i was very young so i like that edge of competition um and this all started because my old manager on cruise ships he won an award at the SWPP and I thought I want to win one of those and that though to quote Michael Jordan from the last dance that's all the motivation I needed and that's it's gonna gone through from there but I would literally I wouldn't be talking to you now if I hadn't put myself into the award and qualification structure because no one comes out of it a worse photographer as long as you listen and take on board what's being said by the judges Mm. it's a scary process for some photographers right like I mean for a photographer that's never entered an award before they might be listening to this thinking awards absolutely not like what what was it that other than obviously the thought of I want one of them (laughs) kept you going so you know you've got one what was it that kind of thought no I actually really enjoyed this process and learning a lot and getting a lot out of it that's the thing. It's learning a lot. I mean, I'm very privileged to be one of the judges now. I've judged WPPI, the World Cup, and all, no, all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the feedback that we, I now am in a position to give back to photographers, and that's how you grow. As long as you don't take it to heart, we're only you know, there to you know, improve you, and, and we see potential. And it was, it was that really. I mean, I saw the progression in my work over the first two or three years and it was getting better because I was listening and paying attention. But don't forget for everyone you see behind me that I've been successful, there's 30 that I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, that's important um, as well to realize that it's not all glamour. I still get very nervous. I mean, I've just sent my prints off a WPPI now. My prints have gone in for SWPP. And I just thought about it and my stomach's done a flip because I still care about it. So um, I still passionate. I still want to win. Um, and I will still, even though I'm in a position to be a judge now, I will listen to other judges because they see stuff that I don't because we could be, we become too involved in our own work. Absolutely, definitely. And do you feel like as a photographer, but even you know, on the flip side as a judge, how do you feel that? positively impacts on your business how do you think that gives back to your clients i mean my clients don't care i've got awards i mean it's good marketing it really is because you they, they can say we've put the best guy in essex we've put the best guy you know wherever um but i've got two fellowships uh but i tell my couples that i think i'm a hobbit um 
they really don't care. But what they care about is how good the images are because I've done that process, because I've gone through that. And I hate the word journey, but it is a journey. Um, because if you look back at the work I was doing 10 years ago to what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. you'd say it's a different photographer. So I've invested myself and my time into that system because I knew that the outcome was was going to be worth it. And um, anyone that's going to take that first step, it's the hardest one. It really, really is. Um, but, you know, I promise you, as I said you know, not long ago, you will not leave the process of worth photographer if you have your work judged. I guarantee it. It's, it's definitely, a, I mean, I've never been, I think I entered a few, but none of the kind of the big, big ones um, when I was starting out in the first few years. Um, and then it's just something that I've never really thought about doing again. You know, as a photographer, I'm like, well, you know, I've got my bookings. I'm, you know, I'm, mm. I'm just cracking on my business kind of thing. Um, but I can definitely see that, you know, it it kind of challenges you a little bit more, doesn't it? Yeah. Think about what you're creating, the composition of a particular image, even right down to the second that you're creating it at a wedding. You know, yeah. you, I guess your thought process behind everything changes. Yeah, you do. I mean, again, through going through the system, my my natural style is now the style I would enter for awards. But when I first started, there was definitely my style and an award style. And it's through eventually that will just merge and, and become into one. But it's also really important to stay to stay humble. So as a group of us at, at the societies in London, we could also compete for the wooden spoon. So what that what that is is basically is a group of about six or seven of us, and the lowest print score. Um, gets the wooden spoon that year. So, you know, it's okay to win, but we're trying to make light of it. It's okay to, to and I am okay. the current holder of the wooden spoon. <laughs> Love it. I mean, Scott, you 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 live life at a million miles an hour. You've got loads going on. Your business is thriving. You are really, you know, bubbly, interactive guy. Have you ever kind of felt like, you're burnt out, you're knackered, yeah. you don't know how you're going to shoot the next wedding, you don't know how you're going to go to the next awards and do the next judging, you know, whatever it is you've got on. How do you kind of pull the reins back sometimes? How do you make sure that you are spending free time? Yeah, I mean, I can see exactly when it happened. It was the 18th of September, 2021. I was photographing a wedding. Uh, it was in the, right at the end of that 48 in uh, in 10 weeks. And I sat down, the speeches were first uh, before dinner. And I sat down and I had the second shooter with me and I looked at her and said, Karen, I'm done. She said, "What? I said, I'm done. I've got I've got nothing left to give. I literally I've I've given everything in these last ten weeks, and it's just the first dance to shoot. Um, I converted a T5 van back in 2020, yeah. and I said to her, give me a shout.' I went I went for a sleep in the back of the van. We've got a bed in the back, and I just had an hour just to recharge. Um, and it is it is really important to take time off, even when you're busy." give yourself a couple of days off. I mean, you know, otherwise, you know, I said before you're working, we had no choice last year. We had to do what we did. We had to, we had no choice, but you need to, it's okay to have a couple of days off and just recharge and just, you know what? I'm just going to put joggers on and watch Netflix and just watch crap and eat pizza and drink beer. Because Mm -hmm. if that's what it is that you need to do to recharge your batteries, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's fine. I think it's giving yourself that, um, that pass isn't it in a way I think you know I said earlier I'm a sucker for going what do I need to do what else can I do what else can I you know what job should I be doing right now instead of sat slobbing on the sofa um, and I think as a business owner you can often feel a bit of guilt for not working can't you you know or you know you subconsciously your mind's kind of still ticking over in business mode so I think it's also kind of training your brain to say actually no you know if you were employed you'd have two days off a week minimum 
yeah. and it's still then applying that to yourself in business yeah the same as i said i i take no guilt in going and have a cinema day uh during the week even in a busy time because you need even if it's just two or three hours just to switch off detach yourself from what's going on and then immerse yourself in some another story and then you come out and you'll feel refreshed you'll feel more invigorated to carry on because you know, as I said, what's the point? You know, we need to enjoy the free time and take run roll with the punches. And and that's that's the that's the biggest thing that you, anyone can take from this is roll with the punches. And as Dory said, just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah, I love that film. <laughs> so um last little to- topic that I want to kind of cover with you, Scott, is side projects. So mm. that's something that you're quite passionate about, you quite enjoy doing. Um and I mean, for me, as much as, you know, my brain's always ticking over, I think side projects, shit, I don't have time for that. Like, what? <laughs> where am I going to fit that in? But I think it's quite important, actually, sometimes that we do make that time to fit it in to benefit our business, right? Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've, I've said for years, I'm not a wedding photographer. I'm a photographer that shoots weddings, that makes money from weddings. And I enjoy doing street architecture um anything like sport i'm trying to do a bit more sport photography now because if i just shot weddings as much as i love them i'd I'd go nuts i really would go nuts because they're intense they're eight hour days but then again i'm going out and shooting street photography because i'm working on my documentary side of my wedding so i'm going to walk around london or manchester or wherever and just go for a wander with a camera and just stand on a street corner and just watch and look and then just take some pictures and go for and see what see where the vibe takes me because you know, we need to be as creative. I think we need to be creative, but if we spend too long in our natural creative habitat, you become insular to it. And I think you need to branch out and try different avenues because, you know, as I said, this is a hobby that got out of hand and I want to do the hobby still. So I have a different camera when I'm shooting anything else apart from shooting weddings. So I have wedding cameras and I have a non-wedding camera and that's what I take out to, to detach myself from work. And it, it goes back, my brain switches and says, this is pleasure. You can go and enjoy this now. I enjoy I enjoy weddings, but it means that yeah, I can- different um, though, isn't it? You know, you, yeah. you're, when you're there in a professional paid capacity, yes, it's enjoyable. Yes, you love your job, but it's your job at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's, there's often kind of, I always see posts and things in Facebook groups about people worrying that they're, you know, they're getting stagnant with weddings. They're literally rinse and repeating the same poses, the same stuff, the same scenarios every time they mm-hmm. go to a wedding. Um, and I can see totally how that, you know, people will get into that rut because, yeah. you know, really the format of a wedding day is very similar, isn't it? You know, you might change the where the speeches sit, you might change the, the ceremony time a little bit, which will affect the rest of the day. but all in all, it's the same kind of stuff. Yeah, um, and and the danger is, especially if you're you know, like me, you spend a lot of time at the same venue. You can definitely see. Well, I've I've shot a venues three three days in a row: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And by the Sunday, you literally you're an autopilot, and that's wrong um, because it's not fair to the couple on the Sunday because you're doing the same stuff as what happened on the Friday. Yeah. You got to mix it up, and I think we owe it to ourselves to be as creative as possible and try and think differently on the wedding day and try and think of something different, but. Honestly, go out, take a camera, go and shoot anything. Go to the zoo and photograph animals. Just, just get away from doing what you're doing, um, and then you, you'll find that little bit of a spark again as to why you put that camera up in the first place. And, and then you get back to your next wedding or portrait shoot, and you know you'll have a bit more kind of energy about you. Absolutely. If you could start your twenty years all over again, is there anything you'd change? Not one thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, you know, I, I always live and die by the sword. Um, and even the mistakes are good mistakes. You know, it's okay to fail. Um, but if, you know, if you don't learn from that mistake, then, then, then you've done nothing. So, um, I made a couple of absolute clangers. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, but then I, you know, I'm still here because I, I learned and I saw something happen again I, and we changed it, you know, and we, and we pivoted and we moved on. So, um, no, I would not change a single thing. Love it. Fantastic. If you could add a final piece of advice, kind of the golden nugget takeaway from today, what would it be? Just listen, just listen. I mean, photographers, we, um, in consultations, it's very easy to try and sell what we like about our own product. I think it's important to, to listen to what the client wants about the product because you might be trying to sell an album and the customer only wants a USB or a digital only, and you're going to lose that sale because you're not listening. So just just listen, um, then pick up on what they are talking to you about, and then sell back to them from what you've listened. I think that's 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 a really important thing that I've picked up on the last sort of four or five years, is learning to shut up and learning to open my ears um, and listen to what the client wants rather than me trying to sell what I think the client needs. Fantastic. That's a great tip. If our listeners would like to get in touch, have a chat with you, have a look at what you do, how can they do that? Uh, Instagram is the best way forwards for that. It's at the edge picks. So the edge and then P I C S they can get me through there. I've got a personal account, which is Scott shoot stuff. So all my side projects, all of my street and architecture, that's what that channel goes on to from there. But the wedding work is the, is the main one, obviously, because it's what I make money from. And that, yeah, that's where you, they can find me on there. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for giving up a half an hour of your day to come and chat with us and give us all the, the tips that you've learned in the last 20 years. It has been so good to catch up with you and hopefully we'll be able to catch a drink sometime uh, when I'm down London way. Well, if you're at Societies in uh, in March, I'll be one drinking the old fashions at the bar when the judges all finish. So uh, I look forward <laughs> to seeing you there. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Start catch you soon. Real pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, that's everything from me today. Thank you so much again to Scott for coming and chatting about his business, how he's implementing positive steps forward after COVID and loads, loads more. Isn't he just such a gent? I absolutely loved catching up with him. If you guys would like to find out more or see the show notes, you can head to www.studioninja.co forward slash episode 54. Please, as always, don't forget to rate us on the podcast platform that you're listening on. A little bit of love goes a very long way. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of NinjaCast brought to you by Studio Ninja. Beautifully designed and super easy to use, Studio Ninja will help you manage your leads, clients, shoots, invoices, contracts, workflows, and so much more. To learn more or start your 30-day free trial, go to www.studioninja.co.